You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and today I'm joined by Shauna. Hello. Pastor David. Hi. And Pastor Matt. Yo. Everyone's just excited to be here. It's yeah, we are. Of faith in action. Woohoo! So we're all like excited. I didn't get a woohoo out of that guy. Yeah, David. Yeah, nothing <laughs> on that. I'm conserving energy. Okay, <laughs> good call. Uh, today uh, we're looking at Matthew chapter seven. Um, let's see here, verses seven through twenty-three. So a good little chunk here. Um, that was for you, Haley. And that's her favorite word. Chunk? Chunk? Yeah. Oh. It's, and when I say favorite, she hates it is what yeah. I mean. Oh, that's funny. Everybody's <laughs> got a word that they yeah. hate. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's Whoa. got a word or a phrase that they hate, but we love on them so much. I think, yeah. We, we just, I think Malia has a few. A I few have, words. Yeah. Does that surprise Who you, Who was it the other day that confronted me because I said thrust like four times? Yeah. <laughs> That was a little weird. <laughs> what? The I, thrust of the passage was this. It was just, yeah. yeah. No. Uh-uh. Okay. I, right. I say that too yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, let's not let's linger say, here too yeah, long. Yeah. Okay, well, we have let's things move to move on. <laughs> um, actually, it kind of, this actually is a very good segue because I was listening to a podcast this morning and uh, they were asking each other's pet peeves. Mm. And so then I was oh. like, hmm, I'm curious. What are your pet peeves? Matt, what's one of your pet oh, peeves? Oh, man. So, like, do you want my pastoral pet peeve or you just, like, do my both, personal I, I pet peeve? I was going to ask next, like, what's something in the church that oh, is so, a pet peeve? Oh, so my, pe- my pastoral pet peeve is when people take scripture out of context. Ooh, like, yeah. And, and here's the thing. Like, like I... I, I've done that before accidentally, sure. but, but man, when people do that to like, oh, let me prove this point by, by uh-huh. saying this thing that isn't a real thing, yes. drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Personally, my personal pet peeve is, is Cardinals fans. <laughs> That's amazing. Scott would agree with I you. I thought you were mm-hmm. just going to say Cardinals. No, I'm not mad at Cardinals. And I was like, huh, uh, the, but then he threw no, fans and no. then I know. The issue <laughs> of go. what Cardinals supposedly right. represent, yeah. I have a also pet peeve a with pet that peeve. too, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David? I'm thinking. That's, that's oh. I'll move on to Shauna. Shauna, what's a pet peeve? Because <laughs> Shauna's got hers locked and loaded. <laughs> I'm ready. She's like, let me get my list up. Um, so just a, like a funny one. Um, I, I like Cardinals fans fine, so I'm good on that. <laughs> um, but I hate when people are going into a store and you have a cart and they don't offer to take the cart back for you. Oh, really? Like, I, really? like you're already going that direction. Why would you not? take the cart for someone and not make them mm. go back to the cart thing. That is a Shauna mm. is. thing. Because, Ex- yes. Well, especially like when you have little kids and you're like, Oh, do I leave my little kids in the car to go run? The, I don't yeah. know. It drives me crazy. Like it's huh. just a thing you can do to be kind. That's not that big a deal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a so good you. one. That's yeah. 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 I'm intense about that. Wow. Clearly. <laughs> like I never know. in my life have I even thought about Why? that. And it's a pet right? peeve of yours. I, yeah. Well, I'm on a mission now. Because I'm going to walk through that lot. Like, Hey, like, Oh, I'll take your cart back. People are always like, Oh, like really? Like you, should try it people are so shocked that you're nice right. and return their cart for them I'm nice. like mm-hmm. jesus loves you yeah. so do i yeah. let me take let me your take cart your cart yeah so yep that is one score yeah cool mm-hmm. do you have a, a church pet peeve hmm. um yeah i can you share it? I, <laughs> I know i was like i just think that we all work really hard mm-hmm. and we really all live on mission and sometimes it's hard when people think they know how to do our job when they don't know all of the facts yeah like they don't know that everything that we do and then they 
have opinions. Yes. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that kind of say that with love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of tracking like, with mine. Mine's a little. I mean, but it's the thought I was having as is the pet peeve of people that have never done anything that you do, but they automatically assume they know how to do it better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're coordinating. Exactly. Yeah. But I like yeah. it legitimate. It, but that's that's not just a church <laughs> pet peeve. Right. It's just yeah. like it's yeah. like don't get me wrong. You can disagree with things like people do in government. I'm fine with that. Like policy. But listen. I've never been the president. Right. I've never been a senator. Yeah, they probably know. I don't, some stuff know. That you don't know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah, question stuff, yeah. like debate it. I have no problem with that. But then it's funny when people that have never been a pastor automatically know how to be a pastor, mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm, I, anyways. Um, so yeah, that's that's that one. Mm-hmm. Mine is not my my personal. The thing that it's more of an annoyance, not like a pet peeve, because like I don't know. The sound of somebody typing drives me nuts. Oh, really? On a keyboard, especially like laptops. I would give an example. This is not Matt types really hard. (laughs) So there are times in here. Listen, he'll be like, don't do anything halfway. He'll be like, hold on, I gotta type this. And this is like (laughs) and I'm just like, oh, that drives me nuts. Um, Wow, I didn't know that. But it's not just Matt. Like even my wife. So I have a question for you. Just the sound. If that if that is a pet peeve of yours, why do you do it in the middle of staff meeting where all of us are sitting? But did you hear how quiet? I mean, I'm like, dude, it's not quiet. I don't I don't know if you know what that sounds like, but we can all hear you typing. I've never noticed. I mean, I haven't Thank either. You. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a pet peeve of mine too. Matt's, Matt's trying to like, oh yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, if that's a pet peeve of yours, why are you doing it? And and it, I guess I should say it's not just typing. For some reason, laptops have like a different sound. Oh, it's man. not like if you're on a. I think keyboard, the Mac doesn't as much because it's thin. Maybe the things are thin. But yeah, there are some laptops that just the sound of it. Just you would hate listen, me then because with the my nails, nails it's, it's like, like it I'm bothers gonna, me. Sometimes. I'm gonna type yeah. softer in your presence. I've never known. No, it's not just. It's like not we've just known you. each other for you. eight years, and you've you. never said to me, "Hey, Matt." Wow. No. Will you type quieter? You because I I purposely that? sit there when it's starting to annoy me. And it does at home, too. Don't get me wrong. There's times Amy will be doing mm-hmm. schoolwork, and I'm just like, I have to tell myself, like, Dave, it's not that big a deal. Like, don't yeah. worry. You know? Like, I will yeah. mentally be like, just. You self-talk, mm. too? Okay, good. Uh-huh. I'm glad I'm not alone. What about when, like, youth group kids come to your house all night long? Is that a pet peeve? Uh, a little bit. it sounded like it a little bit. when you I when I yelled through the window. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. That, that window was even closed. I know. And you could still hear me. I could. Wow. Clear as a bell. Wow. I think they were too close to each other. Like, yeah. if it would have been spaced oh, out, Oh, yeah. Fine. That was the point. But to, it was yeah, like, really get you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah. It's oh. when you know people love you and they want to mess with you. No, that's all right. That. I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have one other church pet peeve. Oh, what is it? four-hour staff meetings where we talk about movies for three and a half hours it's weird that you call that a pet peeve (laughs) is it when really it's a joy oh like i think i'm assuming you enjoy it since you're making a list of your watch list it's like hey this is what i gotta watch oh that's not what the list is for We'd include yeah. that in the end of the year uh, yeah. annual business annual meeting. business yeah. meeting. Here's right. the movies <laughs> we exactly. talked. How about. many movie references did I have to sit and listen through? <laughs> Just kidding. That's it amazing. is a joy, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh my God. One of our things. We're, we're low today. <laughs> There's still time. Because we cut our meeting short. We, did. we got things to yeah. do. What do we have to do this week, Malia? <laughs> Lots to do. That was a great segue for um, you. Yeah. Well, I've got to tell you my pet peeve. <laughs> you missed that. <laughs> My oh, pet peeve. She's, she's like, wait, wait, I have a pet peeve. It was whoa, a great whoa, whoa. effort. <laughs> I did. I thought that was good. Whoa, whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa. Back my to, pet peeve. about Malia right now. Yes, Hold on. Yes. Is. When people don't make it about her. When. <laughs> 
people use the wrong there oh. or oh, two yeah. or through mm-hmm. the grammar police. Or, oh, that drives me, especially when they're on a soapbox on social media yeah. and ranting about something, and then they can't even use the proper yeah. there. Like that. Sometimes me when crazy. I type, I'll like type really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And I know I did it wrong, and I know you're gonna look at it, and I'm just like I don't even care. Yeah, I don't but, care in like texts, and so yeah. like that to me yeah. that's informal. But mm-hmm. if it's like published well, there's somewhere, there yeah. should be yeah, like yeah. that drives me crazy. Um, yeah. And church so pet peeve is probably yeah. kind of similar to yours, but it's more like people complaining, um, but then not wanting to be part oh, of sure. the solution, yeah. like. Yeah. Churches aren't mm-hmm. perfect. We're always right. open to suggestions, but here's the thing: we can't do it all. Right? <laughs> like right we, yeah. That's that's part of the church, mm-hmm. and so that's probably one yeah. of my biggest pet. Sometimes we're doing the best we can. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, it's like surprised. we're not a big church. Yeah. You know, I we thought don't have your a pet peeve would have budget. been like it's in the it's in the bulletin. Oh, people already know that one. I'm not going <laughs> to waste this on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Facebook and text. Yeah. And then it's newsletter. there. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Malia, anywho, what do we have going on this week yeah so let's move into the first section that we're looking at because we're almost done we only have one week left of the sermon on the mount so my type a personality is a little like uh, that we didn't get a podcast over this final week but it's okay it'll be fine um i found another pet peeve of mine when when Malia. Malia. <laughs> Just her, Malia. Her type A personality. When her type A personality comes out. Oh. And she's man. like, let's do an extra podcast. It's Just out for all me. the time. <laughs> I can't turn it off. It's a That's all right. That's these why are the we love you. that I picture Scott listening to these and going, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. He does. He's like, mm-hmm. he does listen or he yep. does get it? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. He's like, welcome to my world. <laughs> Little tear rolls down his cheek. We actually like, I understand. <laughs> He's like validated. <laughs> we were actually just talking about how men sometimes marry women that are similar to their moms and how that has kind of happened to him because we're just that's yeah. So hmm. yeah. there's that. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> so anywho, back to Ask Seek Knock. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> so, okay, let's see here. What do I got? Um, there's kind of a progression that we see here, and it kind of indicates like a continuous ongoing action, right? Right. Um, so how does each action build on the idea of how we are supposed to request things from God? I think each one just adds a level of, of action and intensity, right? I mean, if you think in you know, asking, okay, well, that's, that's pretty simple. Um, seeking, you know, you get up and, and, and you're doing something and knocking is you're inviting someone else into the process. Like, so I think, I think as you, as you walk through that, ask, it'll be given, seek, and you'll find knock and the door will be opened. It's this, this idea that, that there is nothing passive about what you're asking God for. And not only is there nothing passive, but that you are prepared to intensely go to God. Like if it's worth it to you, it's worth it to you, right? It is going to be something that you are bringing before him with intensity and perseverance. And you're not quitting just because it's like, you think about a little kid that walks in a room, you know, and, you know, wants something, um, you know, or <laughs> like, I can't find my shoes, but they're not really looking very hard. And, 
Uh, they just there's there's this you got to put effort into it if you expect um, God to honor it. And mm-hmm. I don't know why that is, right? I mean, I, I, why is it that that He requires this perseverance in asking sometimes, um, and sometimes He just is willing to 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 bless and give. I I don't know, but He does, mm-hmm. and and uh, so the perseverance is necessary. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think that we as a people. Um, me as a person, I guess I should say, and I would imagine there are a lot of people like me. We are not good it at agonizing in prayer. Mm-hmm. We might be good at praying, mm-hmm. but just grabbing hold of something before the Lord and not letting it go. I don't know that we excel at that. Mm-hmm. I don't excel at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we look at um, verse 12 something that's kind of been equated to like the golden rule or sure. whatever. And, and there's mm-hmm. other, like, I think Confucius, like says something that's similar to, so how does Jesus's command here go further than just the golden rule? Well, so it's interesting. You mentioned Confucius mm-hmm. and, and he actually says something different. Mm-hmm. Um, Judaism said something different. Yes. Like mm-hmm. there, the, the mantra of, um, of, uh, the Stoics, Confucius, mm-hmm. um, even, even the Jews, to a degree yeah. was treat people well because then they'll be obligated to treat you right, well. Right, right. Right? So this is mm-hmm. this is the whole thing, right? The idea was, well, I, I almost need to bait you or trick you or obligate you into doing good to me. So mm-hmm. it was it, at the core of it, it's selfish. It's like, well, I want good, so I better, you know, whereas Jesus says, no, 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 really, it's not even about what you get out of the deal. You do right because it's right. You know, you love people well and treat people well because that's what I've told you to do. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what they give you in return is up to them, but you're doing your part. So Jesus certainly mm-hmm. elevates this, um, to something bigger than, than just this, oh, well, let's be nice to each other, mm-hmm. which is what we kind of have turned the golden rule yeah. into. Right. I do love though, that we get to talk about Jesus's words in school and they don't even know it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. David, you have thoughts on that? Yeah, he does. No, Matt did a really good job. Thanks. I mean, I was I was impressed with that. No, sorry. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, just man. kidding. Oh, man. Matt's pet peeve. Matt's gonna David's text false. David something oh. right now. <laughs> uh, no, actually, because my thought is because I don't want to jump ahead, but I was just kind of sitting here thinking about Matt's sermon that he just gave, um, and. Uh, I'm not going to look at that right now. Matt's <laughs> texting me just so everybody knows. Um, <laughs> but I was, I don't want to, again, I didn't want to jump ahead, but I was looking at this. I think it's really interesting that there's like instantaneously this like be nice, you know, treat everybody the way the world, you know, because people use that even at Christians, like don't act that way, you know, don't be so hateful, don't be so judgmental, you know, go, you know, they'll try to throw mm-hmm. that out, right? Mm-hmm. And then right after that, Jesus starts getting into this narrow and wide stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really interesting, you know, as I was kind of looking at that is, um, you know, just, just this Jesus is through the entirety of the Sermon on the Mount, just raising that bar mm-hmm. of, yeah, treat people right, do right, all of those things. But sometimes treating people the way that you want to be treated is you got to warn them and you got to say things they don't want to hear. Well, 
and deep down, nobody mm-hmm. will blatantly right. yeah. say that's what I want. But it's like, no, if I'm about to do something that's going to drastically hurt me, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. I'm not an office like I don't watch The Office, but one of the clips I've seen just is hilarious to me. I don't know none of their characters, but they're, one of the scenes is they're they're sending fax messages back, like it's from him from the future warning him. And one of the things he sends back is somebody poisons the coffee at nine something, and he reads the fax and he looks across, and one of the guys is going to take a drink, and he runs across, he slaps <laughs> him, like you know, just smacks him, and like the cup goes flying, and he's looking at him like what? And that's I'm gonna imagine I, that Jim did that to Dwight. Quite, yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, there, there you go. go. Um, and, and so that's the uh, that's what I kind of feels think. mean. It feels mean at the yeah, time. The person's like, "What are you doing?" Right. Legitimately, his attitude was, "I care for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see you hurt, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take drastic measures to ensure that you do not consume poison." Yeah, you know, and right. and that's where it gets lost sometimes mm-hmm. towards Christians. Is this why do you got to be so mean and hateful? And why do you got to talk about broad roads and and mm-hmm. narrow roads? And why do you got to talk about fruit? Why do you got to talk about these expectations? It hurts. Well. If our purpose is to treat people the way we want to be treated, like mm-hmm. I care about you, I don't want to see you hurt, I genuinely have a desire to see best for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it might seem hurtful, yeah. but well, that's clearly the intention here, right? Because Jesus puts that statement. I mean, the Bible separates these out as almost mm-hmm. different thoughts, but they're not different thoughts, right? We have this whole section on judging others, right? And don't right. judge in a judgmental way. But again, we talk that sober, fair-minded judgment, like do this well. And it's this idea that you're allowed to judge in a way that's loving and generous and kind. Once you've taken the judgmentalism out of it, that's encouraged. Mm -hmm. He commands it, right? Fix this for yourself, right? Don't, don't have this bad attitude. Then bring these things to your, to your, your friends and your brothers and your neighbors and your coworkers. And then you can do this, help them remove this. Um, and that's, that's part of what it means to treat them the way I want them to treat me is I, I mean, it's just necessary. We have to have this attitude of if we truly want people to love us, then we truly have to be open to their correction. What does the Proverbs tell us over and over and over again, right? Fools despise correction. Right, but a wise person cherishes rebuke because yeah. it's good for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. one of the things when we think about why we get seen as judgmental so many times is we're quick to smack the cup out of somebody's hand, but we don't actually explain why we why did we, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. You know, it's just like yeah. we smack them and then we walk away, like, oh, right. save that one. It's like, yeah. no, you, didn't. you know, like, <laughs> right. why don't you explain yeah. your intention yeah. and yeah. explain? Yeah. Well, you know, and unfortunately, as Christians, we are in this weird space, right? And it's not like, oh, woe is us. It's not woe is us, man. We are in a great position, right? We are redeemed by the God of the universe and loved and and called children of God and all of that. I mean, so it's not woe is us, Mm -hmm. right? I think sometimes we act like, oh, no, it's terrible to be us. It's great to be us. Mm -hmm. But we're in in a strange spot because everybody wants to tell us what we mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody wants to tell us what our intentions are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Think about this library thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Are we supposed to talk about the library? We can talk about about the library. It's our podcast. Okay. Fair enough. I I don't, I don't, I mean, (laughs) in love, in love, right? (laughs) I I don't, I don't want anybody hating us. Um, It's okay. I, I all right. Okay. Actually, send your letters to Matt. Matt, (laughs) The world will hate us. That's true. I I do remember that. Yeah. So, so here's, here's, here's the rub, right? Like, like there are Christians unfortunately, that have the best of intentions that will say things that um, aren't great, 
There are Christians that don't have the best of intentions that will say things that are just mean, nasty, and hurtful. Mm-hmm. I think of the people at the the church in Kentucky, I think it is, or Westboro, Westboro Baptist Church, mm-hmm. right? They give Baptists a bad name, right? As a Baptist, I'm like, mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, or holding up this God hates you and, and burn in hell and all of these things. And mm-hmm. there is nothing about that that speaks for me. Right. There's nothing about that that speaks for Jesus. That is mm-hmm. not the tone of the New Testament. But then on the other side of the spectrum, you have Christians speaking for you, people that are well-intended that are speaking for you that says, hey, anything goes, right? Mm -hmm. In love, we aren't going to tell people what's harmful, and we aren't going to encourage people to do what Jesus would have them do. We're just going to let them go because we don't want them to feel bad or shame. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, well, that's not okay either. I don't want them speaking for me. And Mm -hmm. so, so we're in an awkward position as Christians because everybody wants to tell us what we mean Mm -hmm. when we aren't very good at just saying what we mean. Mm -hmm. And it, it's dangerous because I know people and some of them are dealing with it in Vinton right now. Right. I mean, gosh, we, we just read some of these things that, that have been said about Brooke and, um, man, if you know her at all, mm-hmm. then you know her, right. <laughs> like you, yeah. you, you know, what's true about her, <laughs> but yet we, we, we like, even when we say things that are meant to be just said out of concern and care for a community, mm-hmm. right? It's so easy to twist it into that hate. And so mm-hmm. yeah. people keep telling us what we mean. Yeah. When I read scripture, and I mean, I could read scripture on a Sunday morning, and that's all I'm doing is reading the actual literal <laughs> word of God, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And can be in- accused of being hate-filled and bigoted and and um, and, and just hard to, to deal with and, and not loving people the way that Jesus wants me to love. I'm like, I'm reading Jesus's words, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. right? And you're telling yeah. me that I'm not loving the way that Jesus loves? It just doesn't make any sense. But people will speak for us all the mm-hmm. time. And so it, yeah. it makes it difficult for Christians. We have got to, and, and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But we've got to be so articulate mm-hmm. and so clear in our own hearts, right. right? That we know that we are not being judgmental. Mm-hmm. but that everything we're offering is clear, sober-minded, fair judgment, and that we are treating people the way that we honestly would want them to treat us, the way mm-hmm. that we honestly would want them. And when that means we offer correction, that means I'm doing it from an attitude of, you know what, I'm also open to being corrected mm-hmm. because right. that's mm-hmm. wisdom. Yeah. Um, and so this it's just a yeah. real hard road. And, and sure. that, yeah. that golden rule... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we take it meaning, well, I don't like to be corrected, so I should never correct anybody. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just, I think it comes back to, it's really hard to speak truth into people and correct people when you don't know them. Like when you have no context of a relationship mm-hmm. with them, of course, people are going to be upset with that. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, as, I mean, like you said, I mean, Christians aren't perfect. There's, oh. we say mm-hmm. things that many times we wish we could my foot permanently lives in my mouth yeah but i mean you hear i mean unbelievers will hear these things and think label all christians as being a certain way and of course that's what they think like we're not always great at at loving the way jesus asks us to or commands us to and so that's i mean so that's why i just think step into those uncomfortable relationships get to know people who they are so when you share your heart they know it's with good intentions it's not Mm -hmm. to be snarky or to be hurtful or well and how many times have we said 
like at least amongst us, mm-hmm. right? That that grace is messy, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Because yep. because living a life that is that is marked by grace and truth mm-hmm. is messy. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, it just hard. is a tough space to yeah, be in. Sure. You can be full of truth mm-hmm. and just come across as hate-filled. You can be yeah. full of grace and come across as permissive. Mm-hmm. Jesus was full of truth right. and grace. Yep. And we are called to be like yep. him. And that is messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. so we just have to yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so the narrow and wide gates. This is such a hard... This is hard, I think, um, to wrap your head around a little bit. Um, so how is uh, the narrow gate um, a warning to us, the truth of the narrow gate? How is that a warning? David? The first thing I think about is Paul's words later in, in the New Testament where he talks about testing yourself to see if you're in the faith, right? Like there's mm-hmm. this assumption of, um, you know, Matt – alluded to it during the sermon, um, talking about, you know, or, and this might've even been in conversations, you know, cause we kind of process stuff, but you know, the idea of, um, well, of course I'm on the narrow gate. And then we list everything that does not even equate to Jesus and his teaching. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I was baptized as an infant, you know, or even I was baptized later cause you know, everybody was doing it or I go um, to church, I, go to church, I uh, give money. I'm an American. So of course we're Christian. <laughs> I um, sing. God bless America during the seventh inning stretch at yeah. baseball games. I was confirmed, you know, whatever it is, there's this big long list. And that's I worth... helped that old lady cross the street. Yeah. yeah. I took a cart I took back. A, yeah, I took a cart <laughs> for someone. Yeah. Well, and, and then <laughs> Jesus Amen. is like, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, you know, but then even going back to. Oh, but I judged somebody that didn't. Oh, I lost my channel. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It. All right. That, that one's probably a higher tally. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> sees Shauna like, at Fairway today, just grab it. Well, the good no, news, they take the good news is that she never has to deal with this at Fairway. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. She's taking it out to Walmart. Fresh. That's a different Walmart. story. <laughs> Anyways, uh, going back to even what Matt was talking about with yeah, thank um, you. Uh, yeah, the library in our community right now, there's a lot of people that I would that, that, that claim that they're Christians. And it's not my place to say that they're not, but then they're using Jesus' words in a way of like what he was just alluding to, right? Inclusion and like let people yeah. live how they live. That's what Jesus mm-hmm. was about. And, you know, they'll quote things like, you know, uh, he without sin cast the first stone. How dare you? But it's like, well, finish Jesus' words. Therefore, yeah. go and sin no more. Yes. Um, don't worry the about thrust? the speck. You know, you want, ready for the shunner? Mm-hmm. The thrust of the Bible is a call to holiness. Yes. Yeah. 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 So there's a good chunk. So here's the thing. <laughs> there's legitimately. So sometimes I think like you're saying, decent people to that, love on people. You need to tell them a hard truth. Yeah. You do. Cause that's right. really truly loving on them. Yeah. It, that has an effect. Um, but again, it's, it's, there's people in this community that, that, uh, if we look at them from a worldly perspective, we would say this is a good person, mm-hmm. a good, yeah. decent person. And because they want to show love to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. they would say, I'm on that narrow road. But it's like, but are you? Mm-hmm. That's the warning. Test yourself. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not. So how, how is the narrow gate a source of assurance then to us on the flip side of that? 
Um, again, man, there's note passing happening in here. We're texting each other, man. Can I read the note? <laughs> Stop I, it. So, so no, here, read it out loud. It. Here's, here's the, I will share this with you. Read so it out so loud. if people oh don't realize what we're doing, we all have words that are pet peeves. <laughs> um, and so like chunk thrust love on. I don't think I have one. Um, and, and somebody's word that is a pet peeve is moist. And Shauna's note mine, says, but... Shauna's <laughs> note said, I wanted to add moist, but was afraid that was too far. And my encouragement for Shauna is, it's never too far. Yeah, I don't know. Just in the context, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a juicy statement. Yeah. Juicy. Anyway, David, yeah. you were making okay, a really good no point. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about. You how was really the narrow gate a source of assurance? Oh man! Oh. So last night we actually were having a pretty good conversation at a, at a meeting we were having. And Matt uh, was sharing some some stuff about asking someone um, where their assurance are. If they, they if you pass away, what's your assurances that you're going to heaven? What's the reason that you know? And, you know, this is a this is an important question. And there's that assurance of if you give any other answer, then I have put my faith and trust in the blood and sacrifice and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's by Jesus that I, you know, Mm -hmm. then you might really want to ask yourself how you're doing on that test. Mm -hmm. Right. And and that's why I'm saying the narrow gate, we fear it so much, but there's it doesn't take a lot to know that you're on it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's go back to the Beatitudes. You know, like when we when we went through those, there's there's some markers there mm-hmm. that are part of that narrow path, right? Are you you know poor in spirit? How, how do you mourn over sin? Mm-hmm. Do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? Are you a peacemaker? Those are actually mile markers on the narrow gate to give you assurances that yeah, I'm not perfect and I'm not getting it all right, but these are the things that I'm striving for. I can see those that I'm heading in the direction that God has called me to move, that Jesus has called me to move. So that's where I would say I get my assurances is going back to the Beatitudes as mile markers. They're assurances that, yeah, I'm on the, you know, and, and realize again, persecution's one of them, right? right. If you're being per- persecuted for striving for righteousness and holiness, that's a, that's part of the, the road, mm-hmm. right? Because you're going to get all those people on the comfortable road yelling at you that you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and, and I think that's the thing, right? Like, like the narrow road, the narrow gate, clearly, clearly asks for sacrifice. Submission. Mm-hmm. The, the wide road doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ask for you to submit. It, it says that, you know, because we're talking specifically the narrow and wide gates, I, I think that we're not talking about other religions, Mm-hmm. Right. We're talking about within this brand of mm-hmm. faith. And and so on this road, there are plenty of people who are like, God exists. Jesus is real. He loves me. He died for me. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And so they live they live with this uh, false assurance that Jesus is real. And so therefore, I'm going to be OK while while submitting nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. because the wide road asks for no submission. It just it lets you it lets you lets basically you you. live whatever mm-hmm. kind of self focused life you want to live, self indulgence and and focused on on you and this world and the now. Basically, doing everything that the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law were doing, mm-hmm. which is focusing on them and and whatever they wanted, they thought was best. And Jesus is like, man, you, you're gonna. And later he says this, right? You're gonna say, hey, well, time out, Jesus. I know you. Like I, I'm I'm yours. And he's gonna be, no, mm-hmm. no, you're not, right? You knew about me, and you even used my name, and you trusted me, but mm-hmm. you didn't submit mm-hmm. to me, right? And 
Jesus never asks for our trust without our submission, right? Those have to go together. If I'm trusting him, mm-hmm. that means I'm assuming that his way is best and I'm willing to follow it even where it rubs up against my own way. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. as you were saying that, think about assurances. People on the narrow path are going to seek their assurances from God himself. People on the broad path are going to seek their assurances from people. Meaning, mm. it's a good, yeah. you know, people, yeah. like I'm going to look for, uh, and that's why Paul, I think, says like, I, I'm not a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not striving to please people. Yeah. Uh-huh. On the broad road, I'm going to look for the people around me to assure me that I'm mm-hmm. doing it right. Yeah. The narrow path is going to... And they gonna, will. Yeah, and they will. Yeah. And the, on the narrow path, uh, that person is going to see yeah, their I mean, assurances from God. Yeah, we absolutely see that happening right yeah. now. No. Yeah. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean go be a jerk mm-hmm. and have everybody hate you and say, well, see, that's what the Bible said. They were going to hate me. No, you're a jerk. People hate you because you're a jerk. <laughs> right. Stop being a jerk. Yeah. Right. But if people hate you because of Jesus, mm-hmm. then that yeah. gives you some assurance, right. right. That I'm with him. If, mm-hmm. if I am doing the best I can to live, love and share truth like Jesus living in that messy grace mm-hmm. and people hate me for it. So mm-hmm. be it. Mm-hmm. I am blessed because of that. Mm-hmm. If people hate me because of me, <laughs> then then that's right. just on yeah. me, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, trust me, I, I've been jerky mm-hmm. in my life, right? Harsh and and Church. and and, and, and jerky. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Let's Beef do. jerky. Beef jerky. <laughs> I've been hard to get along with in, in a mm-hmm. lot of instances where people have been irritated and frustrated with me, and, and I can't sit back and be like, "Oh well, persecution is going to come." No, I was a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're. That's on yeah, me. I need to, to apologize. That, yeah. I need to confess mm-hmm. that. I need to deal with it. But when people get mad at me, and they have been, mm-hmm. uh, they've gotten frustrated, they've gotten irritated, they've they've said hurtful things, they've left the church, they've done whatever, because I say something that Jesus has said. Yeah, right. That, that God's word has laid mm-hmm. out. Well, then I can't. Yeah. That still stings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the gospel is offensive. But but I can't be mad about and that so I at myself. Like, mm-hmm. I just have to deal with right. that. Yeah. That's and enough. Be we shouldn't be it. offensive also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. The gospel yeah. is well, enough is, on its own. I mean, how many times have we yeah. talked about this, right? Like, like Christ mm-hmm. is the cornerstone that people trip over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not Matt. Right. If they're yeah. tripping over me, then they're never getting to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. Right? Like, like, so we have to be careful, but yet at the same time, when we speak for Christ, um, that's going to turn well, some people away and, and we have to be okay with that. As we're talking about that, I, I was like, kind of thinking about Paul's words where he says, our wrestle is not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's what I, I'm thinking. We were encouraged as Christians that when we have these conflicts in the world, we need to look past that and not focus on the person. But if you think about flipping that over, people that are going to see us as hateful, they're going to focus on the flesh and blood. That's mm-hmm. why we get the brunt of it, right? Mm-hmm. We're called to look past the people to the, to the you know, darkness and, and what's behind it. Mm-hmm. That's why people that don't have Christ, they're going to look at us. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, it's not, Christ is the cornerstone, yes, that they trip on, but mm-hmm. it's like you're going to get the brunt of my, because mm-hmm. You're who's in front of me that's speaking right. that word or yeah. saying what you're saying. And yep. so they're not even going to look past mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. even consider the teachings of Christ mm-hmm. that's behind it or right. the holiness that's behind it. It's you're yeah. the brunt of it. Yeah. 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 So good. good thought. Okay. Before okay. you move on, I have one thing I want to add. Okay. Okay. Woo. Um, I know. Right. I was like, I was going to write her a note and say, don't. Um, okay. So when we talk about the narrow gate, so I'm a visual person. Uh-huh. And so, and it was funny. So we're sitting in the sermon and Tim says something that's just kind of got my mind thinking, but, um, I think of like, um, 
Minneapolis and just the like the interstates and you know how they're like they're all turning and they're like stacked on top of each other and like how that is the broad gate and how there's just like so many exits you can go off of and people uh-huh. turning lanes and just how uh-huh. busy it is and how sidetracked you can get in the middle of that mm-hmm. and then Tim had made the comment he's like the narrow gate's like a level B um, which our daughter got stuck on one not that long ago and so that's um, what Scott said too yeah. and I was just like so then I'm thinking like how crazy what's they... level B he said he said that to you and then he was like I don't think Matt oh. probably knows what a level B road no, is no I was like, like, a, it was like uh-huh level B road like a yeah. level like a just a, like, like it's a, not maintained yeah. it's just like Scott a goes road. he's a city boy he like is it's the road that you're going to come up to and be like, no, no I'm not driving no, down thank there because I'm not getting back out. Yeah, yeah. there's okay. one like, right. right outside of like town. So like where the garrison, why, do yeah. you know where the garrison black Yeah, I do okay. know. I learned that. We yeah. I learned that. that. So like if you go past that to the left, like where that new development is, there's yeah. a level B right there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes oh. you like, you know, it's a shortcut to go through it, but if it's muddy at all, you it's a bad idea. And so Kinsley got stuck on it once. And um, it was, so we had to go pull her out and whatever. And mm-hmm. so I was just thinking, like, very seldom does that road, you see traffic on that road. Like, maybe once a month I see someone on that. And just the difference between, like, the interstate versus that mm-hmm. and just how that there's not always a lot of people on that road without yeah. that narrow road with us. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, right? I like that. And just how there's, job, it's Tim. just a straight road. I mean, it's just like, mm-hmm. there's not... No exits, the, yeah, no turnoffs, like, like, no yeah. roundabouts. Just stay focused on Jesus. Up, whoa, we got excited talking with my hands <laughs> about through my microphone down. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was just it's just yeah. been a thing that I'm thinking, just like how easy yeah. it is, like when you're in the city with everybody and like the excitement that that can be, and like where are we going and what are we going to do, and mm-hmm. and then it's but like so that panic that also sets in there, yeah, because it's like. Is everyone going to do, you know, and like, I don't it know. Remi- it reminds so it me just... of Pilgrim's Progress because I just that's finished exactly, that. That's exactly, yes, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what I was thinking, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know, that's just kind of where no, I No, I think that's great, and, and I think there's there's an indicator there, right? One of the things that you say is, is so this this broad highway to hell, this, mm-hmm. this broad road, there are so many different ways to go on it. Right, yep. Right? Um, that look exciting. But they're and, all... Yeah. That road. That road yeah. So you talk mm-hmm. about, I mean, it does. When you talk about yep. like all these exits and all of these different yeah. things, there mm-hmm. are, right? There are so many yep. different ways to be on that road. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yep. and, and the world will say, just be you, be right. your authentic self, mm-hmm. be yep. self-actualized, yep. be your be best happy. you, yep. right? Yep. Right? Yep. All the self-help theology, mm-hmm. philosophy, all of it. Because mm-hmm. whatever you do, as long as you're being true to yourself, you're good. Right. Yep. So you go this way, somebody else will go that way, and it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. you're all going. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> but but that's yeah, but, but that's, that's I mean that's is, the yeah. teaching yeah, of the exactly. world and, and I, I think you know and, and it sounds so attractive right, yeah. because nobody's wrong and mm-hmm. nobody has to surrender right mm-hmm. yeah right you so can I, affirm everyone I get it I get it everyone. it's awesome yep. yeah. if that were true right but mm-hmm. it's not true mm-hmm. and and this way mm-hmm. no man it's just a narrow footpath right. yep. and if you travel it yep. and it's just it, a muddy level it leads it leads to the narrow gate. And, mm-hmm. and there that's is, what and it's hard. Jesus it is hard, but there's so on, you know. much mm-hmm. joy right. when you're on it, yeah. right? But it is also it is. really hard. And I think part of the mm-hmm. problem with Christianity in this narrow gate and the wide gate mm-hmm. is we have, for a while now in this culture, we have soft sold faith. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's basically like like we're car salesmen, right? And so we're giving you all of the yeah. the things that are trying mm-hmm. to get you. Like, what do we have to do to get you to drive that. this thing yeah. home today? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, yeah. and and we don't share what's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's real is listen, there is nothing like faith and mm-hmm. being lavished 
um, this love that's lavished on us mm-hmm. by God and being called children of God and, and, you know, being made new in Christ with the Holy Spirit in us, there is nothing like it. There is no substitute, mm-hmm. right? It is, it is life. Yep. But man, it comes with a price mm-hmm. and that price is you have to be willing to give up the life that you wanted to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just is what it is. And, yes. and there's other parts of the world where that message is clear. And, and, mm-hmm. and they don't have to argue about this wide gate and narrow gate. They just yeah. know it. Right. But here, we, we've soft yeah. sold it. And yeah. it's, it's a problem. Yeah. So speaking of soft selling, yeah, um, true and false prophets. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where they come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so false prophets distort the message of Jesus. Um, like you said on Sunday, they say it's narrow, or mm-hmm. they say it's broad. Yeah, not narrow. Well, I mean, they wouldn't say it, but right. but by yeah. their but by right. what they teach right. and what they allow and encourage, it, you could tell it's like they've got. In my mind, I was thinking like a so we all do visual thinking. Mm-hmm. I had rib spreaders in my mind. You know, you when you're doing surgery and then like you know. Sure. Okay. Yeah, when I, when I'm it. doing surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've watched enough on TV that <laughs> yeah. I know how this works, right? And so you make this incision. <laughs> He's like, I've watched enough Grey's Anatomy. Actually, I've <laughs> never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy, but boy, I've done some oh ER. Oh my god. Yeah. I've done some ER. Saint Elsewhere. You're doing surgery. You know, so so like you, you you know you put this this rib spreader in Mark and you start Green just you just start cranking it. It right. opens oh. up the chest cavity so that it's. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to be, but it is. And I, I think that's in my mind as we were thinking, yeah. as I was prepping the sermon, that's, that's what I was what, thinking yeah. about is like, that's what a false teacher does. A false right. prophet, a false pastor, a false church is they take this narrow way and they just stretch mm-hmm. it as wide as they can mm-hmm. so that everybody can walk down this road and feel good. Mm-hmm. So what type of sheep's clothing yeah. might <laughs> false prophets wear today? I mean, that's a dangerous question. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, poly cotton blends. <laughs> I don't know. I think today, um, I think they look like pastors in churches to a large mm-hmm. degree, right? We have a lot of pastors who are in churches um, or lead churches or church denominations that have left the narrow road. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that everybody that goes to those churches has abandoned the narrow road, but um, as a church, um, they're being led mm-hmm. somewhere that they don't think they're going. Yeah. I think uh, sometimes they also are people that are on platforms, yeah. like especially on social media. Oh, yeah. Um, because there are, are people that are teaching things on social media that have a huge following. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so, I, I mean, I think there are some common ones mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I, I shared, honestly, I had a lot more in my notes than we talked about Sunday. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for some of it and then it didn't happen and, then, and I was well, sad. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, but let me tell you, I edited the sermon yesterday and it was still 50 minutes. So sorry. you didn't have time for it. I yeah. know. I tried. <laughs> I tried. It was a lot, though. It was a lot, was a lot right? And, and, and yeah. this is something I'm pretty passionate about because I don't want to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I am responsible, I guess maybe I should say, <laughs> and, and, and I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to be negligent in that responsibility. And so it can feel harsh and it can feel mean, but I just, I, I don't want to have to answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to be hearing from Jesus, depart from me. I never knew you. And them looking at me and going like, Hey, Thanks a lot, why? dude. Yeah. You know what, what happened? A lot, so bruh. I just want to be as, <laughs> as clear as, yeah. as can possibly be. But I think so to be clear, 
Um, and this is not to throw stones at people, right? With, with all, this is me treating people the way I wish they would treat me. If, if I am being biblically askew and teaching people wrong, that opens me up to judgment and I wish they would tell me. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is me, I hopefully, without a judgmental spirit, just saying, um, when we teach something other than the Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. When, um, when our focus is on self-help mm-hmm. instead of on biblical truth. Uh, when we focus on following our heart instead of following the Holy Spirit within us, when the focus is on um, on saying yes to everyone so that we don't have to be harsh and say no. Um, I think entire churches have, have gotten to bad theology because they've started to compromise what holiness looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've started to explain away scriptures. Um, they've broken tradition and broken faith with, with what everybody in the church has always understood to be what God is saying. And they've started to say, no, 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 wait, there's a new way to understand this. That's more inclusive that lets everybody be a part, um, of, of Christianity without mm-hmm. surrendering anything. Right. Um, I, you know, we start compromising the Bible. We start using the Bible wrongly when we preach. So instead of preaching from the Bible, I preach what I feel like, mm-hmm. and then I use mm-hmm. parts of the Bible to back but me yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like mm-hmm. like that's all false teaching. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and I we just have to be really careful about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, my mind, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. But when you were preaching it, my mind wasn't focusing on that mm-hmm. as much, which is true because my mind is yes. We normally think of like the people with positions and power and Mm -hmm. influence and yes there are they are but that's not where my mind was thinking when you're preaching it my mind was thinking about uh just the the small things that happen in the congregation in a congregation right so like as an example um as an example is is you think about you know if you ever watch if you're ever watching a movie like a disaster movie and you see the moment where maybe like a screw gets knocked loose of something and you're sitting there going like oh it's going to get bad like because you know that one little thing and now they're going to show you how that chain reaction just makes everything fall apart right like um the movie i'm actually thinking of, so you can write it down Got it. I'm ready. uh the uh what's the in the 70s the the great inferno or the or the or the Little fire, right? Whole building catches on fire. That's what I was thinking about. Because, yes, you can normally, if a, if a church is biblically sound, you're going to see when the false teacher gets up and starts proclaiming false stuff. But it's easier for that to sneak in when you have individual congregation members maybe just bringing little, little things, right? Mm-hmm. Like these little ideas that start unnoticeable but snowball into so a lot of times that's where i was thinking on sunday it's not just oh we got a false teacher might be that pastor up there it's congregation church christians have to ask themselves mm-hmm. could i potentially be oh, used sure. to bring yeah. you know that might not be mm-hmm. my intention but yeah could i be the the, the wolf in sheep's mm-hmm. clothing in a very small thing but it allows to mm-hmm. snowball you know you think about the denominations you're talking about that are so off scripture now that didn't necessarily happen that happened a long time ago and it snowballed yeah. to we're seeing yeah. we're seeing small shifts that are now outrageously spread so that's where i think every church whether you're part of denomination or even us as non-denominational we have to ask that question of you could be a wolf also mm-hmm. in maybe some of your belief and thinking if you're not careful mm-hmm. so that's where yeah. my mind was when you were preaching that was yeah and, yeah, I, and I think it absolutely. always starts with compromising the bible mm-hmm 
Like we talk, where does it start? It starts with deciding that that's not really what God meant, which is funny, right? Because that's exactly how Satan started. Right. Yeah. Right. Did yeah, God exactly. really say God right. didn't really mean that, did he? And and I think that happens today. And it's happened, like you said, for, for generations, right? Um, d- does God really mean that? Or, or is there a better think, way to see uh-huh. it? Yeah. And, and I, I love this one because I, oh, I always listen. I don't want to punch people in the face, but sometimes I want to punch people in the face, right? And when I want to punch them in the face, it's when they say something like, well, um, I don't, you know, my God would never, would never restrict that. Or my God would never say no. What are you talking about? Your God, like you're talking about you. Right. When you say my God would never, you're talking about you because you've made yourself God. Mm -hmm. Um, The God of the Bible Right. Has, has spoken that, yeah. on these things and has made these decrees that holiness is more important than what you think in the moment. Yeah. So like, like it's, That's, but it's yeah. like, oh, my God would never do that. Well, <clears throat> you put yourself as God and you, you know, have decided that whatever you want is best mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's move on to the scariest verse verses. In the Bible, yes. in my yeah. opinion, I, I don't true disagree. And false disciples. Um, yeah, it's right up there with like, Revelation, right? When is, we're reading out of the the book, yeah, like yeah. an arrow aimed at our hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just ugh. Um, yeah. so, what sort of person is described as not gaining admittance to the kingdom of heaven? The person that's being described there is the person who wants Jesus as savior but does not ever submit to Jesus as Lord, mm-hmm. I think is because mm-hmm. the people that are saying, Jesus, Jesus, we know you, Jesus, we love you, Jesus, mm-hmm. we're with you, are people that have said, oh yeah, Jesus saves me. Mm-hmm. But there are people, and he, when he says, depart from me, you evildoer, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's the people that wanted him as a savior without submitting to him as Lord, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. Well, yeah. it's also, I see it as people that are also, they're almost bragging. Like, look mm-hmm. how awesome we were. Right. Like yeah. we did miracles and mm-hmm. we cast out demons. Like we were just, yeah, we, we were killing it all the time. Right. Yeah. Is that what you're? Well, I just, as I'm mm-hmm. sitting here looking at you, you were talking, I'm like, man, they're bragging. Mm-hmm. Like they are extremely bragging. Mm-hmm. It, it, there, there's no desire whatsoever in kind of looking at it now that they, they don't have any concern for Jesus's glory. Right. They're just like, look what we did. Mm-hmm. Like we did some amazing things. And, um, so yeah, it, it's, there's, there's just this self-centeredness yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and the, what you're kind of alluding to in Philippians is apparently there were people that without saving faith that performed like some great works. Um, so I'm curious, like why, why do we think that God would allow unbelievers um, to do these things in his name? Well, I'm, I'm not... So, but we even see that in the Old Testament, though, too. Mm-hmm. We see Moses coming mm-hmm. and God giving him signs. And, we see, and we're told that the, the magicians yeah. were, were doing similar things. Mm-hmm. So the, this goes back to the world that we live in, right? It's not God. Yeah, but the magicians weren't doing it in Jesus' name. They weren't. But right. that's what I'm saying is, is this Philippians is why we have, 1, so, 15, we have to be so careful in, as Matt says constantly, is know your Bible, know, you know. <laughs> Um, because they're the, our enemy can do things that angel of light, right? He can do the things that that was where my brain went first is we shouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. when we see people that aren't doing it for Christ, doing things that are miraculous or, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And, um, 
that's that discernment and the spirit being part of us. And that's just where my mind went first is we should be surprised by that. So, so here's the thing. I think there's, there's a couple of ways to look at that. One is God will, um, even in his name, like, like think about, um, Balaam. God put mm-hmm. words in Balaam's mouth, even though Balaam yeah. was evil, mm-hmm. that Balaam didn't intend to speak, but he spoke them because God put them in his mouth. Yep. Um, then um, we, 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 we read in Matthew 24, and I think this is probably more likely, mm-hmm. right? Because who doesn't want people to really submit to Jesus as Lord? Who wants them to think mm-hmm. that they're actually on the right path? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Satan thing. Mm -hmm. And here's what we read in Matthew 24, talking about the end times, right? Um, Jesus is telling his followers to beware. He says, look, um, false messiahs and false prophets will appear, and what will they do? They will perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, Mm -hmm. even the elect. See, I've told you ahead of time, right? These people, and they'll do it thinking, right, that they are in the right. Mm -hmm. They'll do it thinking that... This is the way, and I want other people to know the way. Like, I don't think, somebody asked me this question on Sunday, I don't think that false teachers and false prophets are necessarily trying to get people stuck in hell, mm-hmm. right? They think they're right, but what they've done is they've elevated themselves to God, and they've abandoned what God says in his word and with the idea that they know better. And so they are actively leading people astray, thinking that they're following Jesus. So on that last day, they're going to say, hey, Jesus, we're with you. And he's going to be like, no, no, you're not. And those are terribly sad, tragic words. And unfortunately, many of the people that they've led will say, Jesus, we're with you. And Jesus will say, no, man, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not. You didn't follow me. You followed that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's one of the reasons why as pastors and church mm-hmm. leaders, we always have to be really careful that we aren't asking people to follow us. Yeah. We're asking them to follow God, and we are doing our best to be following him mm-hmm. by example. So, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. I, think, I, I think Satan isn't sad, right, when, when and isn't, is giving power and success sometimes to people that are doing ministry in the name of God that isn't honoring God mm-hmm. because he doesn't care. Because he knows who get, that that's yeah. not God. And so I think yeah. we just have to be aware of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bottom line, what tool is necessary for us to be able to discern these things ourselves, guys? I mean, the Bible, the yeah. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Moses. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> you want my Sunday school answers? <laughs> yes, the Bible. Like we, There's just no way unless we're in our Bibles. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any final thoughts, concerns? That was a long one. It really was. Right? So you but guys, here's what I want good. you, you're feeling my pain. Sometimes when you're like, sometimes when you're like, um, Matt, you preached for 50 minutes. I'm like, I know, but our podcast went for 50 minutes too. You feel the pain. You, you see how it happens. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You're just not having as much fun up on stage with the banter and the jokes. I'm not having nearly <laughs> as much fun. Um, I mean, I think the thrust of this experience is that we all get to have dialogue together. Yes. <laughs> Even when mm-hmm. we disagree on things mm-hmm. sometimes, too. Um, so last summer, we took the entire summer off of podcasting. Uh, this summer, we are planning to just utilize this time a little bit differently. Um, we're going to do just a short little testimony series where 
we'll have a few people, a couple elders, some of our newer elders, um, myself, maybe we'll throw in someone else there. Um, we're just going to share our testimonies, and I think that'll be good. I think that um, it's good to know how God has worked in our lives as a church family, and I think, I think sometimes... Um, you know, even though we're all still in this sanctification process, that sometimes we kind of just see, like, not the end product, but, like, a product of, like, hey, we've been Christians for, you know, X amount of years or whatever, but we don't get to see, we don't know about, like, the brokenness and the mess from before, and so Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, it's all neat and clean and tidy for the most part now, and so I think those are good stories to share and to know about each other, so looking forward to that. Cool. All right, thanks for listening.